minus one minute. T minus fifty seconds. T minus forty seconds. Minus thirty seconds. T minus twenty seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hey everybody, welcome to The King and Me live stream. I am one half of the live stream king. Hey y'all, I'm Michelle. I was like, wait, you're one half of the live stream? But yeah, okay. Hey. So we got two people talking today, but there's a third entity that's been doing some talking right before <laughs> we went live. <laughs> so I'm hoping that I'll be able to get through this live stream without no issues today. <laughs> I cannot. I'll I let, cannot. I'll let y'all read in between the lines on that. So, the King and Me show is a live stream done by me and Michelle. <laughs> Michelle Apparently, and I, this third entity. And sometimes a third entity. And we go live every Monday on YouTube and Facebook at 7 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time Zone. And, uh,. What else do people need to know about us? Oh, if there's a like button on your platform, do us a favor and hit that like button. We started this live stream about two and a half months ago. I want to say maybe longer well, this than is, that. This is 11. So we started in like June. Okay. We started yeah. about June-ish. Because we're on June. episode, this is what, like episode 22, 23 or something? I don't think we've done that many. We have. Oh, no, yes, I'm so serious because I started you're, numbering you're right. them. You number them. It's episode 22. So about three months now. Three, four months ish. Look. And this math ain't math. It's live stream math is something that. <laughs> Wait. Okay. 20 divided by four is five. Yes. So it's been five. So it's been about five. Oh, man. Five don't tell nobody I'm a teacher. Long. Months. Five long months. You know, no, it was Apparently, a song. It's been five long I never heard that song. Years. Can't hold back these years. Mm -hmm. I married me and ain't the Jamie Foxx show. Oh. And Angel Today. It was on the last episode, too. Go ahead. Keep singing. Keep singing. Keep singing. I don't remember the rest of the words. Yeah. I don't remember that part. So it's been five months. We've been doing this live stream now as a way to showcase that the dating stream out there isn't full of just cesspool and garbage and trash. Michelle and I have been dating for over a year now. Over a year. We met in August of 2022 through a mutual friend. And we have a lot of similar interests and things like that. We're both content creators. She's not afraid to be behind the microphone and on camera. And neither Where am I. Am I? You're a minister. Kidding. <laughs> you know I don't know sarcasm. Can you click well. out of the room? 
Actually, so, you know, there's something in the chat. So whenever. let's see. We done upgraded some stuff. We got some stuff in the chat here. We got Grooming and Review said, hey, girl. <laughs> AP. And there's, I know we can't necessarily probably see before that, but free tears in the building. Free tears in the building. Hey, so we got your question. And we're going to get to it, I promise. And we're going to get to it actually early. Mm hmm. But before we do, we're going to shout out Uncle Nate. Hey, Uncle Nate, thank you for oh, popping in. Uncle's in the building. Yo, Uncle in the building. What up, Unc? Appreciate you. <laughs> okay. All right. So we got the market out of the way. We're streaming yeah, on YouTube, on mm -hmm. Facebook. If you see a like button, go ahead and hit that like button. If you see that share button, go ahead and do that as well. We want to make sure everyone can pop in and join in on the conversations. Your uncle says, sup. What up? Roll Tide, baby. I can imagine like there was a head nod. Like, oh, yeah. What's up? Y'all know how we do. All right. So let's get the let's get deep questions out the way. Okay. We're going to give a recap of our weekend. Mm -hmm. and we're going to go into Free Tia's question, yes. which is going to lead us into it's our topic for today. Yes. Bet. All right. All bet. Right. Let's see what this question says. Man, I can't stand questions like this. What's your favorite song of all time? My favorite song of all time? Hello, Cool J, Headsprung. See, that was so easy for you. But for someone who is extremely indecisive like me, this is really, really hard. Pick one. One. It's going to be from the Wait Until Exhale soundtrack. Okay. Um. Oh, why is that whole... I know that whole soundtrack by... Art. Um, Who? Let's just go with sitting up in my room. Monica sitting up Brandy? in my room. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can't stop thinking about you. I must confess, mm -hmm. I'm a mess for mm -hmm. you. Sitting up in my room. That kid thing about you. Mm -hmm. I mm, must confess, mm, 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 I'm mm, a mess mm, for mm, mm, you. Right. Mm, someone's like, no, don't. Turn right. off our mic. Praise God, but we're going to keep it going. All right. Deep. And again, we play this game. Let's get deep. We are not sponsored by them yet. And if you watched my live stream earlier, then you know all about the power of yet. So we are not sponsored by them yet. Um, but the deep question says, who or what taught you about what love means? I think we've had a similar question. It to does, this. but I promise it didn't come from this deck because I make sure I okay. turn them the right way. Who or what? Who or what? Taught me about what love means. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. So growing up, I didn't really learn love in like the traditional sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When I was in the church growing up, I think I understood and kind of got like that biblical Southern Baptist sense of okay. like what the definition of love was. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, I would say that would be because like my parents didn't really talk about love, and if I were to be manipulated, whatever girl liked me would have probably, you know, had me mimic, or I would have tried to reciprocate what she was doing to me. But I wasn't about that life, mm -hmm. so I don't know. I probably say church was probably my biggest influence on what I thought love was growing up. How about you? I would have to say, so yes, I grew up in the church and, you know, church always tries to teach you about 
what love is and they give you the biblical definition of what love is, I would have to say the, is it considered failure? The ending of my last two relationships taught me what love is. Hmm. Or being in those relationships and then eventually them ending taught me what love is and what to look for and what I should, what I should have in a relationship. So you are saying from your adult years, you got a better understanding based on the events of prior relationships. Correct. That's okay. exactly what I'm saying. Cool. Yep. We got one more. Uno mas. Uno mas. Uno momento, por favor. Okay. Uh, I feel like this is such a great question, especially considering who is watching. So who was your role model growing up and why? Role model growing up. So <laughs> you gave the lead in a bit. I had some really good influence by my uncle, my uncle Nate specifically, who is watching this stream. So my dad, he was present. My dad was present. He was definitely in my life. Shout out to Pops if you're watching right now. My dad was an, in, was an influence, but I never really looked at him as a role model. Dad, I hope that don't make you feel bad. Because I saw some things that my dad was doing that I just, like, not bad. It's just he grew up and the things that he would try to teach me were a lot of things that were rooted in the church that we grew up in. And I'm not trying to talk bad about the church. They were great community. A lot of the people from that church, I uh, look up to as a mentor in other ways outside of religion. But my uncle, Nate, when he got out of jail and started taking an interest in me and my brother that's about 18 months younger than me, I looked at what he was doing. I understood even at a young age how he got out of jail and what limitations that that would present for him publicly and saw how he still worked, grinded and overcame a lot of things that really set him back for decisions that he made in his young uh, 20s to early, you know, late teens. So my uncle Nate would be who I would probably say is my biggest role model growing up. Okay. At least that was the question, like growing up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, one, I if your dad is listening or if he catches the replay, I don't want, I don't think that that's an offensive thing to say, and it's mainly because sometimes we don't look at our parents as role models because they're our parents and we we see them more in that parental role sometimes. So, well, I mean, I'm a father, which we're gonna talk about this a little bit later on. If I had a son, I would really want my son to look up to me as a role model i would feel offended if he did not so that's, that, that's why i told my dad no offense because i don't mean to be offensive yet i would feel offended if i had a son and my son told me that um i wasn't his role model and they said don't make me cry over here hey man I love you. <laughs> so, Pete, um, unfortunately, I know you said, please tell me it was um, that he wanted your your role model to be him, the Greek God. But I'm sorry, Pete, it, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. But um, 
my my role model growing up and I know she's not watching so it's totally fine and I can say that my role model growing up was my sister my there's such a big age gap in between me and my siblings that I can say that like I I she she was the one who kind of helped me and guided me specifically my middle sister sorry the one who's 12 years older than me she guided me and led me and it's funny because I am a teacher today because she got me in the door of a classroom by having me be a volunteer at her daughter's school. So I will say she's probably the, one of the greatest role models that I've ever had. All right. So, yeah. All right. Pretia said my feelings would be hurt if it was her kid. I'm assuming she, well, cause before that she said, I don't have children, but I would feel offended too. King. Okay. So I didn't see the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Now, I want to do a quick recap because I think that there was something that occurred that we should talk about. We aren't going to get too deep into it, but in the spirit of being transparent, which is what I hope we can do for this live stream, I do want to talk about it. So our live stream is about dating and relationships. A lot of that involves communication. Like we said at the beginning of this live stream, Michelle and I, we've only known each other since last August. Right. And in that time, we've gotten the, the opportunity through questions like these different events, watching television shows have sparked some conversations. We've gotten a chance to, like, learn about each other and know each other. And we took a road trip this past weekend to go see one of her former students who's a freshman at the University of Pitts. It's almost at Pittsburgh at the University of Pitt. I think you just it's said Pittsburgh. University of Pitt. That's Pittsburgh. OK. And. The young lady's thriving. Shout out to her. I love you, boo. I'm so mad. I can see her being really successful once she focuses. She does need to focus a bit. Don't but, that's my baby. But, but she's that's young. My baby. She she is young and and that's not a negative thing. It's just that she will need to focus. She's already doing, I think, better than a lot of the average. She's doing better than there. I was at her age. Look. So so my boo is gifted. She, she can be extra extraordinary extraordinary if she were to focus so i just wanted to say that real quick but on the way there to visit her um it was revealed that i had in my prior marriage uh i i didn't say an addiction right but i said that i had watched i have to say the youtube appropriate term prime when i was in my marriage and that I don't now yet, I'm, and I, I was careful not to say but, <laughs> yet in my current job, I do host a sports live stream every Sunday on WTF Nation Radio plug. <laughs> and one shameless of, plugs coming. Shameless plug. And one of the articles and stories that I did at the end of my live stream two Sundays ago was talking about this NBA player and his wife and how it was revealed that she had OnlyFans. And through that, it was also then discovered because she recorded her, her husband finding out. And she was like, you know what I did prior to meeting me. She was also an adult actress, right? So in going through the story, I told Michelle that I went and saw 
her past adult film. Not her, like that woman. The, that the woman's. Lady, not her, but the lady's past adult films. Not to watch it to completion, but it was like, okay, yes, this is a thing. So I had shared that with her. And I told her that thinking this ain't going to be, you know, a big thing. I'm being open and transparent with her. And the next thing I know, she shed multiple tears. And I looked over and we're driving on mountains. So I can't just like look and then really analyze. But I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Why are you crying? I could not understand what I said that caused her to have such a reaction the way that she did. So why don't you take it over from here and maybe wrap up a bit? Okay. I don't know how to wrap up stuff. That I'm way. good at wrapping up. Okay. So what happened was King was telling the story about how for research purposes only, he had been looking at, he had browsed and checked out prawn twice. And for me, I'm sitting in the passenger side of the car and pause. let me be clear. Like I said, I didn't watch them. But I verified that it was her. Their existence. Yes. For research purposes. For the purposes of my show, just to say, hey, this is what the thing is. I got this. Okay. I got this. All right. So he said that, and yes, I heard the words that he said, but in that moment, all I thought about was my ex, who, while it can nev- it's not confirmed that he watched Prawn, it was, it's a what's the word it is a safe assumption to make based on some other actions that he demonstrated and it triggered me because there were moments in that two-year relationship that I was in where I felt inadequate as a person and it stemmed all from my ex's how do I put this? Because I, I don't like bad mouthing my exes. Just because our relationship ends does not mean that like I need to bad mouth that person. But my ex had some issues with his over appreciation of other women's bodies and pictures and stuff that he may have had places. So that was a problem. And just hearing that king had looked at prawn research purposes or not just hearing that it triggered me and i legitimately like i'm sitting there like don't cry don't cry don't cry and it's like the more i kept saying don't cry don't cry don't cry always works that way so i i was triggered by that and what was later revealed in a conversation between me and you was that it hurt you to see me crying. Because I felt like I caused it. But you didn't. And this was something that we had talked about. But you didn't cause me pain. It was just something that you said that triggered it. But that's not, to me, my mind doesn't equate that as you causing me pain. That's just slip of a tongue. Like, I mean, who knows? If you had caught me at the wrong time in life, I could have been crying around thanksgiving time or christmas time if christmas if you had wished me a a merry christmas at certain points in my life i could have just broke out in tears and it's not that you did anything wrong it's just something that you said that triggered me in a moment Mm -hmm. so i i we it took us a while not a while but we had to we had to really like talk through that and work Mm -hmm. through that because 
he felt horrible as my man, as my protector, as my partner. You felt bad, like really, really bad for that. And I'm telling you, I said this to you all weekend and I'm saying this now to you on air. Um, you didn't, you didn't hurt me and I love you. And I, I understand that. I greatly appreciate your heart and how you felt about that. But yet know that for good you did yes, yes, <laughs> you yes. didn't you didn't hurt me you didn't hurt me but i see the greatest mod in the building greatest has popped land. up shout out to Tarika. thank you thank you thank you thank you so much for tuning in sis so let's let's get into it since we're we're talking about everything we were traveling and i know we said that we would bring up Fritia's comment first so let's let's so, yes, let's bring up Free Tia's comment. But before that, let's get into our topic, okay. which is pause. pause. You, you got, got kids? kids? <laughs> <laughs> so, Michelle and I met. I, when we met, she met me when I obviously divorced. And I'm a father. I am a father. I have one kid. Oh my God, you got. Ooh. My child is 16. She was 15 when we met. And Michelle has some reservations about dating men with kids. But not for the reasons that you think. Not for the reasons that you think. I had reservations about meeting someone that was Child. a little bit older and childless. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you just call me old? I get called old every day by my students. I can't get it from you too, sir. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> so, Free Tia, during our live stream from last week, put up a question yes, yes, yes. that we actually had to sit and talk about. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm not sure we fully fleshed it out, but we're going to kind of workshop this a bit. Okay. Okay. So here's the question. I'm going to pop it up on the screen. Retia asked, Hey, y'all, I'm watching the replay because I missed the beginning. But question. I know y'all have said in the past that kids were off the table. But if y'all had children together, how would it look as far as religion or lack thereof since King isn't religious? Just curious. Maybe we can touch on that this Monday. I literally look forward to y'all show every week. So first of all, again, thank you for that, Free Tia. Yes, thank you, thank you. Thank you for that. And thank and you for tuning in, because you you do tune in every week. I appreciate, we appreciate you. Mm -hmm. And this comment, like, we both loved it, loved it, loved it, mm -hmm. loved it so much. Comment, question, we both loved it so much. So thank you. So we talked about it. We did. And we wanted to have an understanding before we went live, because it might have sucked. <laughs> it might have sucked if we were like on to two totally different continents about this. Like when you said what? Nah, but we were good. We were good. So what I said was this: I said I would not hinder what she would like to do as far as religion goes if she wanted our child children to be in a church or a religion 
and would go to all of the things that was involved with that. Mm -hmm. I said that I would not hinder it at all. I would be supportive. But then the question came. Oh, then the question came. (laughs) What about when the kids get older? They're going to see that dad doesn't go, but mommy goes all the time. And I want daddy to come too because I want daddy to be a part of this. Well, so that's not exactly how I phased, phrased it. What I said was, what if um, our little baby that, you know, I've been carrying to church and they get older and they're doing something like church play or something like that, or they're doing their first recitation of something in front of everyone. And they're like, but daddy, I want you to come. And what did you? <laughs> oh, I still said no. Nope. I said that I would tell that kid, nope. But I want to rephrase my answer a bit. Okay. The logical person in me would go, what time are you performing? <laughs> Look, I did that too. So that if I knew that King Smith II. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we said that last week. But yes, so in case you missed it, y'all, what we said last week was that we went over the names that we would have for our kids. And I had always had a dream that if I had kids, my firstborn son would be a junior. In my mind, I cannot get with the concept of King Junior because my mind is like, but that should be a prince. But so we we agreed on the name for the fictitious child to be King the Second. So King the Second comes up to you and says, Daddy, I'm going to be Peter. I'm going to play Jesus in the play. Are you going to come? I'm going to look at King the Second and say, yes. And then privately, I'm going to go to his mother, who is likely going to know <laughs> the schedule of events for the play of the service and go, hey, babe. What time is little King going to be playing as Jesus? And how long is it exactly? <laughs> Well, you know, if the Holy Spirit hits it, I'm messing with you. Sorry. You didn't drop your phone. Yeah, my phone down there. It's gone. It belongs to the floor. Yeah, it belongs to the floor. If anybody comment on Facebook, it is what it is. Okay, okay. All right. But no, that, that was a great question. And to piggyback off of that, both of us grew up in a household where. Well, actually, technically, my household was split. And it was. Thinking about when you're like, technically, it is split. Well, because technically, it was split. Yes. I was the only one in my household who went to church. That that was the split. Wait, how, oh, yeah, because my, you were friends. Yeah, my, my yeah. best friend's family would pick me up and take me to church. My mom went to work all the time. She's Jamaican, the single mother of five. She went to work all the time. And my siblings were never forced to go. I was sent. My behind was sent to church every single Sunday. Literally, like, let me rephrase that. I was sent to church every day of the week and twice on Sunday in a literal sense. Because since my best friend's father was my pastor, I stayed at church as long as they stayed at church. The only way I got out early, ooh, yeah. Mm. Only time I got out early was if mom, my best friend's mom, if she was leaving early, because then she would be our ride. But then, like, if my best friend was staying for something, 
I'm a teenager. I'm going to stay wherever my best friend is. So I I would stay. And I remember back when the church had 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. services and then would go to somebody else's church for 3.30 service. Look, I would be in there for 8 a.m. service. I'd be in there for 11 a.m. service. Then we'd venture over to that third church and go to 3.30 service. I'd be in there during the week for choir rehearsals. Couldn't sing then, still can't sing now. But I'd be in there for choir rehearsals. I'd be in there for every youth event everything that happened and in between all them services we had sunday school i was there for all of it so as someone who was like i was raised like a pk in that sense as far as church attendance is concerned as someone who did all of that i understand what the word says when it says train up your child the way that they ought to go and when they are older they will not depart but i also recognize that that what i went through can be a lot for someone And that's kind of also a little bit of what you went through always, like always church. And we turned out differently from the same, from the same action. We turned out differently. So for me, with our child, if we had one, which we can't and won't, but if we had one, I would want our child to know this is where mommy gets her strength. This is where she wants to go. If you would like to come, you are more than welcome to come with. I'm going to teach you things. I'm going to show with show you things as best as I possibly can. But when you are old enough to make the decision, you're going to, to make the decision. Now, for me, I grew up in a split household, like we said earlier. My dad got into the same church that my mom's family was a part of. So my Uncle Nate who was on the live stream earlier, he was a minister at that same church. So was one of his other brothers and things like that. But my mom was not a church going person. She would show up at the. She was the CME. What CME stand for? Christmas, Mother's Day and Easter. She might've missed Mother's Day. She was just a C and an E. Oh man, Miss Cheryl. Yep. So she would be a C and an E. (laughs) So, but. My dad, when he was in town, he was making all the events, Bible studies and things like that. Whenever he was in town, he was a trucker. So he was on the road for a good bit, but home on the weekends. And we would always go when my dad was going. There was no question about that. So as a kid, I would see that, hey, mom's not going. Why do I have to go? Mm -hmm. So it's a good question for Tia because I would want to support Michelle's thoughts in that definitely would not want to hinder the kids ability for doing it yet my answer would be uh, I would support her and actually encourage the children child whatever to uh, their mom has a good reason for going the dad has a good reason for not going List go until you're old enough to make a mature decision yourself, and then once you're in an adult, which is really how it was for me, I was forced to go, so I went. But when I was about 16, I never really wanted to go. Can I can I confess something? May I confess something? I'm yes. sorry because if my students heard me, they would have corrected me. Yes, ma'am. I went to church. All of those years. So I was baptized when I was eight years old. 
And I went to church from eight all the way up until, let's just say, 18. So for those 10 years, I went to church from eight to 18 because somebody said I had to. Mm. And then when I went away to college, I started making the, well, actually, no, when I went away to college, when I would come back home, I would go to church because it seemed like the end thing to do. Like Mm. it was honestly, if I'm being real honest, telling the truth, shaming the devil, I went to church to kind of brag because I was in college and like, I'm home for college. Look at me now type thing. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah so th- that's kind of why I went. And then there was a good period in my 20s where I didn't necessarily go all the time. It honestly wasn't until I was in my 30s that I went to church because I wanted to have a relationship with God. So you're talking about I started at eight, but it wasn't until 22 some odd years later when I started going to church because I wanted to have a relationship with God. I don't know if that would have been the same had I not been raised, um, reared in the church or anything like that. I don't know. I will never know. But what I'm saying is we're talking 22 years where I either went to church for someone else or went to church because or didn't go to church at all. It took me 22 years to get to the point where I went to church because I wanted a relationship with God. So I don't know. But um, Freesia, did that answer your question? If not, you know, girl, we see you laughing right now. Just just comment and um, we'll we'll go deeper if you if you need us to go deeper. Let me throw this in there, too. Yes, sir. You, you know what? I forgot it already. It was it. I had it right there on the tip of my tongue, but then when you asked free tea or something, it slipped my mind. It was something. Oh yes, boom. So free tea. I don't know how long you've been watching our live streams or some of our earlier stuff, but I did talk about how one of the reasons I was really resistant to dating Michelle wasn't because she was religious. I felt as though having a split thought about religion like that we may not be able to sustain longevity in a relationship having different thoughts about religion now no kids i think makes it easier because between her and i we can govern ourselves having a kid in the mix makes that governing a little bit different when you get the resistance from a little crotch goblin and it would have been a challenge in my opinion. So oh my. Uh, that was one of the, the, the difference in religion was one of the things that caused me to be hesitant to date her at first. And I, I, I really hammered on that Did between you, pray about you and I. <laughs> because I wanted her to be sure that she was comfortable on her side being her position in her church and the influence and things of other people that she had around her. I wanted to be sure that she was all right with that. So Nate says still on tread lightly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's get into it. A little bit about what Michelle and I are going to talk about is our thoughts about dating people with kids and stuff in general. And we hope that there's some information or things that we say that might be able to help 
whoever that is that's out there that's listening and maybe give them a little bit of a different nugget about dating someone with kids so let's start with you okay <clears throat> and we're gonna let's limit it to the last let's say decade so the last 10 years okay i got how this. often did you date bring someone in or have like when I say intimate, now I don't mean sexual, but just intimate relationships with a man who had kids. One time. I so and it was literally right at the ten ten it's probably ten or eleven year cusp. I and it's because of him that I did not date people with kids. Who we'll talk about it? The reason is, and it's not for a bad reason. So let me tell y'all, the reason why I did not want to date someone with kids was not for anything bad. So that particular guy, I fell in love with his son, not like in a crazy way, but his son was young at the time. He was probably somewhere in between the one and two mark. And when we would hang out, we would have so much fun. And his son, even at that young age, would call me mommy. It was kind of funny because his mother and I actually have the same birthday, but obviously at that age, he didn't know that. But I loved hanging out with that kid. I loved hanging out with his father. I loved hanging out with his father and, the, and, and him. It was beautiful. It felt amazing. So when that relationship did not work out, it devastated me because I didn't lose just the relationship with the guy. I lost the relationship with the guy and his kid. And there was never any like baby mama drama or anything like that. So when I said I didn't want to date a person, a guy with a child, it wasn't because of baby mama drama or anything like that. I didn't want to do that again. I didn't want to fall in love with the man and his child and then lose both of those relationships because it was devastating to me that first time. There was one other guy that I had lightly talked to, but I'd never met his daughter. I knew of her because he went to the church that I attended in Baltimore. And like, I'd known him from my childhood, but when he became a father, I had never met his daughter. So for me, I was able to have like a little distance in between there because I had never met his child. So I look at it as I've only talked, I've only prior to you, I had only dated one guy with a child. And that's the way I wanted to keep it because I just, I couldn't stand ever, Meeting someone, falling in love with the guy, meeting his child, falling in love with the child, and then something happens and I lose both of those. Like it would break me. So I wanted to avoid dating men with children for that very reason. Nate said, talking to our earlier conversation, mm -hmm. most children are made to go to church or was sent, but no one can make you have a relationship with Jesus. You have to encounter God on your own. Oh, I 1000% agree with you on that because that's exactly what happened. Like I went to, I went to church for 22 years before I decided I wanted to have a relationship with, with God, with Jesus. That was a personal thing. And it didn't happen until I was 30. That's when it was like, that's when it really, really hit me at 30. So I 1000% agree with that. Like you can take a sick person to the hospital and it don't mean they're going to get treatment. I literally... It, it wasn't there. 
But that's why I didn't want to date someone with kids because that was that was hard. It was very, very devastating. And even now, like I'm still friends with that person because for the most part, I'm friends with all of my exes or at least amicable with all of my exes. I see pictures of his son now and I'm just like, heck, you like you've grown up. Like so the kid's gotta be about thirteen. He's twelve. He's 12. legitimately about a month and a half older than two of my nieces. Okay. So yeah. Now, following that, mm-hmm. you had two relationships with men. Both of those men did not have kids. Correct. I'm going to weave in some Ooh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go I ahead. I know that other people can also really go and find as well. Yeah, because I'm very open about my stuff. You do a vlog. Mm-hmm. Vlog. You have a website. Yes. Let me just say that. Your website is GodHappenToMe.com. Yes. And when I met you and I found out you had all of these information and stuff. social medias, mm-hmm. I, I decided to go and do some reading. Some of your vlogs, vlogs. What is it the proper term? Blog. Some of your blogs. As you were talking about your relationship and growing with God and things like that, were also intertwined in with things that were going on in your personal life. Mm-hmm. Some of them I could tell were around your relationships as things were going on. And go along with that, you had expressed a desire to be a wife mm-hmm. and to be a mother. And those were two things that you didn't talk about them often, but when you did talk about them, you could feel your desire for that. I'm a good writer, apparently. You are. <laughs> you, you are definitely a good writer. Now, you were never married. Correct. With any of the two prior relationships, was there ever an engagement? Yes. Did you always want... Uh, did you always? Let me rephrase the question. I feel like I'm being interviewed. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Go ahead. Were you someone that wanted to be a wife before you became a mother intentionally? Or did that matter? For me, I'm going to be very, very honest here. For a long time, I desire to be a mother more than I desire to be a wife. Hmm. Why? Because more honesty, more transparency. I desired to be a mother because I wanted to give someone the love that I felt I didn't receive as a child. Unfortunately, that is a stereotypical request that some desire that some women have when it comes to why they have children at such a young age or have so many children because they want to replicate, duplicate, um, stimulate the love stimulate the love that they didn't have growing up and that's why I wanted to like I always said when I was younger even before I even knew what marriage was I knew what motherhood was because unfortunately I had learned what produces children way too young because of my childhood trauma I wanted to be a mother because I felt like I wanted things that my mom didn't give me this is Again, I I believe I've written about it in some capacity. My mom didn't give me hugs. And I don't want to say just me. She ain't giving any of her other four kids hugs. But I needed things that my mom was not able to emotionally give me because she didn't have the emotional emotional capacity to give it to me. I love my mother. I will always love my mother. And I don't say this in a disrespectful way, but she didn't know how to love me. 
she didn't know how to give me hugs to show her love. This was something that I had to teach my mother when I was in high school. I had to go to her and tell her, I love you, but I need this. I need you to embrace me. So when I was younger, I wanted to have kids because I wanted to do that. I wanted to embrace a child and hold them in my arms and let them know that they were loved. That's why I wanted to have kids. So my desire was always to have children because I wanted to do that. And the desire for a husband, I'm even more honesty, the desire for the husband was because I grew up in the church and I was told that you couldn't have a child without being married. Okay. So it was never really that I'd wanted to be a wife. If you read my blogs, most of them did say that I wanted to be married. Not necessarily that I wanted to be a wife. It was that I wanted to be married. I said I wanted to be married and I wanted to be a mother. It didn't say I wanted to be a wife and a mother. Explain the difference in that to the people. So, because I know you're not asking for you. I know you're asking for the people. When someone says that they want to be married, it's the it's the title. I mean, excuse me, it's that bond that they want. They want that whatever. When someone says that they want to be a wife or they want to be a husband, they're willing to take on that role. Look, I want to be rich. Okay. But I want to be an entrepreneur is saying how you're going to achieve that richness. So if I say I want to be married, okay, that's great. That's the equivalent of saying I want to be rich. But if I say I want to be a wife, that's me saying this is what I'm going to do This is the role that I'm going to take on to achieve that goal of being rich. So if I say that I'm going to be a wife, this is the role that I'm taking on in order to enter into that bond of marriage. That's not what I was saying back then. What I was saying back then was I want to be married because to me, because that's what that's what my faith says. My faith says if you're going to have a child, you need to be married. It doesn't say you need to stay married. It doesn't say that you need to be married when that child is conceived. It just says you need to be married when that child is born. The faith does not say um, I need to be a wife, a good wife and a good mother. It just says in order for you to be a mother, you need to be uh, you need to be married. So that's what I thought I wanted. But in reality, when I was younger, all I wanted was to be a mother because I wanted to pass on that love to someone else. Okay, I'm going to keep you in the hot seat a minute before we that's go good, over to that's me. That's good. So, because I know we have comments coming in. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm I'm coming in. Okay, all right. Are, are, are there some that's good to ask right now? No, you're good. You're okay. good to go. So, with you being in the hot seat still, you then met me, coming uh, where your previous two relationships were, were with men that didn't didn't have kids what were your thoughts when you were told he is a father of a teenage girl i'm trying to think did she explicitly say that so this does I go hope that she did because that's vital information no 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 not the fact that you're a father but the fact that you're a father to a teenage girl i don't okay. know if that was explicitly what was said this kind of piggybacks up to something and yes there's a new comment from your uncle this piggybacks up to something that pete said pete we met through a mutual friend so no we didn't meet online but when she said that i was like okay you know Let's let's see what happens because it was just an an introduction. 
You could have despised me from the moment you met me. I could have, we didn't know what was going to happen at that particular moment. One thing that allowed me to meet you in the first place is because I had been talking to my therapist prior to even being told about you. And I remember telling my therapist that I didn't want to date someone who had been married and I didn't want to date someone who had kids. And my therapist, white man, white man, yes, I am a black woman who sees a white male therapist. My therapist said to me, because he he is Christian, he flat out said to me that I was going to be missing out on blessings if I, mm-hmm. <laughs> if I, especially as a 30, I was what, like 35, about to be 36 at that time. If I was sitting there holding out hope to meet a good man who did not have kids or had not been married, that I was going to be missing out on some blessings. Let me stay on that real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to call the person out, but there is somebody that's watching who expressed that their desire is to marry within her own race. Okay. And I said to her, you know, well, I was curious why. And then I said, hey, the way I look at it is that when you place limitations on things, you could miss out on somebody that is truly compatible with you, but you're limiting yourself if, Oh, where they were married before, so eh, I ain't gonna deal with that. Or hey, they got six kids, eh, I ain't gonna deal with that. I feel like that's a fair one. <laughs> it is. Or they're not the same skin color as me, and eh, I'm gonna walk away from that and not even entertain that because they're not the common thing that I've heard, and not just from this person. Common thing that I've heard is they're not gonna understand. My culture, but I think mm-hmm. you have an opportunity there that especially if somebody's interested in you, mm-hmm. they're interested in you, not because oh, you've got braids, not because oh, you've got a Jamaican background, oh, not because of whatever. If somebody's like feeling you and they like you, they're feeling you, yeah. So if they really want to know, they'll ask questions of, hey, I don't understand why A, B, and C. Tell me about it. If that if you find somebody that's willing to do that, that's because they don't share the same skin color as you. That shouldn't matter. And I think this is piggybacking off of what your what your uncle said. Y'all like there has to be some level of wake up that happens in your life when you realize that after a certain age. You are not going to find a person who has never been married before and does not have kids unless caveat. <laughs> Even though we've only known each other a year, she's reading my face already. Please go ahead. Unless there's something, how do I put this nicely? Severely wrong with you. Okay. Oh, that wasn't what where, I was Where thinking. were you going? You are able to have an age gap relationship, which only... Primarily, it only works one way. Primarily skews one way. You've got Marcus Jordan, Michael Jordan's son, who's apparently getting married to Larsa Pippen, one of his dad's teammates' wives. But that's an exception. That's an exception to the to rule. The rule. So, yes, unless you, you are able to get into a, an age gap relationship as an older man getting with somebody who is a younger woman, the older that you get, yes, the higher your chances are that you're going to meet somebody that has been married and divorced 
and or has kids. And that's something that we're we're not really thinking about. And I think that's where a little bit of delusion comes in. And I, I don't want to dash anyone's hope because I'm a teacher. I'm not supposed to dash people's hope. But I also like to deal in reality. And that's not realistic, especially if you want to stay within your particular race. It's going to get harder. Ladies, hear not me. Not impossible. Not impossible. Not impossible. But it is. it definitely gets harder if you're crossing into the 40, 45 mark and you are a black woman and you only want to date a black man who is around your age. It is nearly impossible to find someone who is single and wants to have kids because they could be at that age and not never married and and without children because that's the lifestyle they choose to live. Mm -hmm. Like you were 39 and you have one kid because you made that decision that that's all you wanted. And then you made the decision that that was all you wanted, right? Like you made the decision, then you made the decision that that's all that you wanted. So that's different. Like that's rare. That's very, very rare. And I think that that's something that people aren't talking about in this dating market, that the older you get, and I'm not saying that you should concede. I'm not saying that you should not have faith, that you should not, that you should stop believing. I am not saying that at all. But I'm saying that when it comes to dating in 2023, there are some realities, stark realities that you have to face because time isn't necessarily on your side and the dating market is not a kind place to people, especially the more limitations. It's kind of like if you want Amazon and you're trying to shop for something, the more filters you put on. The less nice options you're going to have. So the mm-hmm. more filters you put on, you know, who you want to date, the less options you're going to have in this dating market. Now, let us both be clear about something. And I know Michelle and I are going to be on the same page about this. We're not saying to lower your quality. Not at all. No, That's no, not, no, no, that no. is not what I said. Do not no, lower no. your quality. We're both saying that just have an understanding that humankind nature a lot of different things as time goes by the time value of money doesn't apply in the dating and relationship marketplace come on business degree yes (laughs) that's my man with that mba come on now there you go i like that i like that so that catches us up with you in the hot seat about your thoughts for the most part and i'm pretty sure there's going to be some things that we can come back into Okay, because I was just about to say, I wasn't sure if you're going to ask me how I feel now that I am with someone who has a child. You want to come back to that later? Let's come back to that later. So I am now in the hot seat. What you got for me? All right. So I want to say how for you, you know that you're coming into a relationship with one child yourself. You know that you made it so that that one child is all the children you're going to get. How was it for you entering the dating market? What were you looking for? Were you willing to date women who had children? Did you want someone who did not have kids? If you wanted someone with kids, what was your cutoff and why? Okay. So coming out of my marriage, when I was looking around, 
I did have a hard line filter on. I was okay with dating somebody if I were to re-enter some type of long-term relationship. If they had kids, but I had criteria. Come on, tell us that criteria. It not be more than two. Mm? Also preferred that their youngest kid was within three years of my child's age. Okay. So I was able to achieve that for the most part because your boy went young initially. (laughs) (laughs) And even when I did date older, I'm not going to say like my age, whatever, just older than 24? Older than 24. You dated a 24-year-old? Okay, I can't judge because I did talk to someone who was 11 years younger than me. Baby. Cradle robber. Um, I felt like it too, but go ahead. For the women that I had a relationship with that were older than 30, one didn't have kids. The couple of dates that I went on with women that did have kids, their kids were, no, I'm sorry, two didn't have kids. The other ones, their kids were older. So it made scheduling things a lot more easier. And for me, that's what I cared about, right? It's not that, oh, I'm dating a single mom. You know, it was more about, I'm an adult. I am also a father. I have an understanding of you're an adult as well. You have a child that also comes with time obligations. Are we going to be able to spend some time together and do things just us for Mm -hmm. the most part or a i wasn't opposed to let's go up to hershey's park you you got kids i got kids that never happened but i wasn't against let's go to a theme park let's bring our kids let's go have fun Mm -hmm. i I wasn't opposed to that either but it would have had to been no young kids because if i were to do something long term i wasn't trying to restart my whole clock with raising somebody in the household that was young and no more than two. Cause I like three total to include my child because again, kids are resource hoggers. Let me just say it that way. They're beautiful and they are straight blessings from God. Resource hoggers. But they're that too. I don't Pete. Sometimes I don't get your humor. <laughs> he's my guy he's my guy but i don't get it like, oh, you're a father <laughs> because we have to speak like this because some people may not know oh so we so. we missed a comment from your uncle it's totally going back to when you were talking about um jordan and pippin uh-huh. your uncle said mj set the whole thing up to get back at pippin i'm just saying <laughs> yes yes Nate always had the jokes. Yes, I see. I see. Now, I see. B- before I continue, or you no, you're good. bring more flame to the hot seat, I saw that Free Tia had a comment. Mm-hmm. Can you read that comment? Sure. Free Tia said, I'd be willing to, I, uh, it would be really cool to meet a black man with no children. I don't mind dating men with children, but it would be so cool, all caps, to date a man without any since I don't have any. I'm going to throw this out there and, oh man, should I even do this? Be kind, King. No, 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 no. I like Free Tia. Yeah, I agree. 
So I'm going to be nothing but kind. You and I both know somebody. We got set up. I the reason why I say this is because I don't like setups per se, right? But Yet here but, we are. But but I will say that if you were to find in today's dating marketplace, in my opinion, that warm lead is a better situation than using like dating apps per se, which in today's modern world of dating, it's kind of what you've gotten to, especially depending on where you live and stuff, people's busy work lives, whatever. It's one of the easiest ways to meet people. But I would say that a warm lead can lead to a better outcome. So I'm trying to play. Oh, my bad. You and I know somebody. That person is over six feet. That person, I'm not counting his pockets, but he's doing good. That person is good with his hands, builds things. Wait, Freesia, where you live? Where you live? Because we may know someone. <laughs> also, does, where you live, sis? Also, does not have kids. Never been married. No, seriously, where you live? Like, I'm, ju- I'm just saying. You East Coast or West Coast? I'm just saying, if you are somebody that's feminine, we know somebody. Girl, yes. <laughs> Look, no, seriously, we 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 do know someone. So, we, we... so her, her and I both know somebody. I know him very well. It's my homie. Him and I do content together on a different platform. King got like seventeen yeah, different do. platforms. I do but, a lot. Um, yeah, nah, like. I'm, I say this nicely and with love, but uh, slide up in my DM, sis. You know, well, <laughs> we'll let you know. Let's see. So my uncle did ask Free Tia said, "What does it matter if he has kids? He's the man of your dreams, or if he's a great guy?" Ooh. Pause. Ooh. Pause. I'm sorry, Uncle Nate. Look, read that comment from Free Tia, because that's gonna make your heart smile. Uh, what? Roll tide. Roll tide. <laughs> If she say War Eagle, I might have to uh, oh, rethink. You know what, Tia? Uh, wait, Tia, what is... Let's see. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, to the slide up in my DMs. Oh, okay, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Slide up in my DMs, sis. Okay. Slide up in my DMs. Yeah, I am from Anniston, Anniston, Alabama. Wait, do we know we Are y'all cousins? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I wasn't holding on you. No, I was no, like no, holding no. on to the thing. Do we know each other? Uh, have I been thinking that I didn't know you, but we know each other? <laughs> we never met King, but I went to sax with your brother Austin. Ah, bet. Mm, okay. Okay, cool. No, but we do know a guy. Cool. We, we do know a guy. How'd you find out about the King in me? Look, she can tell us that when she slotted in my DMs. Okay. Hey, it's a small world. I was talking to somebody whose brother lives where we live here in Frederick, Maryland, from back home. And she didn't think that her and I had or remembered each other. And she called me by my old name, which if you know me, you might have known my old name. I did legally change my name. So that's what's up. Hit the DM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we can talk about this. So we can talk about this. But no, your your uncle asked a good question. And this is just an in general question. It's not necessarily directed to anyone. But what does it matter if he has kids, if he is the man of your dreams, or he is a great guy? But see, Uncle 
Uncle Nate, I agree with you on that, but sometimes we humans get in our own way. If I did not listen to the advice of my therapist to consider someone because I would be blocking my own blessings, I wouldn't know Kane. And this has been the best year and some change of my life because you have opened up my mind to so many different things. Like when I say that I love you, like I legitimately mean that because you've taken, like I've grown leaps and bounds in, in this time together. And if nothing else, you have learned that hearts do smile. So yeah. Yeah, I'll admit that for the longest time, she would make this phrase and say that heart smile. And I'd be like, hearts don't smile. They smile. You know, because I'm a gangster. And they smile in his sister. I'm not going to admit heart smile. Yeah, hearts do smile. So. But no, seriously, it, it's been a great year. And I, I think that if I had limited myself to that, I would not. Not, I think, I know that if I had kept that limitation, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be with you. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. More questions for me in the hot seat while the while the fire is still burning. While the fire is still burning, before you have to take a look at your lineup in a second. How important is it for you that I get along with your daughter? And before you answer that, I need y'all to know I absolutely love King's daughter. Like, love this child, okay? She is a phenomenal person, an amazing student. The trip that I went on last month, I ended up going on, on the trip with someone who is now one of his daughter's teachers. And I remember going on the trip and I said, you have her? Like, you're going to be teaching her next term? And she said, yeah. And I was like, let me tell you, I'm 100% biased, but this is your best student that you will have in your classroom. Fast forward to last week, the teacher texted me and said, I freaking love this kid. And I was like, I told you, like, I told you his daughter was going to be the best student that you ever had. I am biased. I will go hard for that child. Okay. Got me buying three pounds of fudge and I don't eat fudge. <laughs> but I will do anything for this child. Like absolutely love his child. How important is it or was it for you? to date someone who liked your child, appreciated your child, treated your child well, could, you know, get along with your child? So great question. For me, the importance only stems from the fact that I would have preferred and at least made sure that there was like a respect boundary that was there, right? Like I'm asking you to have a relationship with me. I have a child, yes. As long as the person was not disrespectful towards my child, we can make that work. Okay. So for me, the important, it, it, it's like a half importance. It's like a lukewarm okay. importance. But the biggest thing for me was respect. I would even say you didn't have to, like you not being you, but whoever would not have had to love my kid. You would have had to support my kid. By showing up to any plays or anything, that ain't your kid. You ain't got to spend no time, money, resources, or nothing, right? What I would ask is just to have a basic respect for my child, and that's what I cared about. What's been pretty cool that I didn't plan for 
or account for or even think about was like, like well see i know my daughter right and she will feel and give as much as the person shows and gives her you've done nothing but show love to her once y'all built each other out and things like that and it was apparent to her not like i, I haven't gone to my daughter at all and be like you should like michelle never said those words to her i am of the opinion that you should form bonds with other people based on y'all's merit to each other right so you came in you've done nothing but show support and love for her and about two weeks ago it was really cool because y'all have known each other for a while now and council just came in the house and she said you know i want to have a girl's day with uh michelle <laughs> just just out the blue right and I thought that that was pretty dope. It had no influence, but again, no influence by me. It was what she wanted to do. She enjoys being around you and stuff as well. You've came to many of her concerts while we were dating. And even early on, you said, King, is it important for you? And I was like, yeah. And then you were like, well, it's important to me too. Just like that. And then she would show up to stuff. And I'm like, yo, like this is above and beyond more than what I would have expected from anybody. So the respect thing was really the one thing that mattered. Like I, I wasn't going to be with somebody that even if they shown love and respect for me, they would show disrespect to my kid. I wouldn't have really stayed with somebody that was like that. And the other surprise was the fact that like you, and her mother gets along really well. That creeped me out <laughs> initially. But to know you, you're not somebody that is going to show up and gnaw at people or do anything crazy like that. I also wouldn't be with somebody yeah. that had that type of negative effect around other people. Because if I'm out with somebody, I don't want to look bad myself by being with somebody that's going to be a headache to be around that I can't take anywhere because they don't know how to act essentially. And I never, ever, ever, ever had to worry about that with you. And it wasn't a surprise per se that everybody that was involved with my daughter got along. I didn't need for that to happen yet. It was still pretty cool to have you at my daughter's sweet 16 and there's photos of Castle, her mother and michelle like all together you know i was like this is not weird at all <laughs> what is going on here and the tell the live stream about the joke that was made at homecoming this year the first time that you met cassie was at homecoming oh. last year. <laughs> All right, so I'll, I'll do that while you, okay. So homecoming, if you know anything about homecoming, it's the big thing. Well, Castle, King's daughter, doesn't go to the game, but she and her friends, they go to the dance and everything like that. So this year we're there at the park, taking all the pictures with the friends, you know, doing all the things. And King's ex-wife, Castle's mom, her name is Cassie, she was sitting down and she made a comment and she was like, 
it's my and her meetiversary. Meetiversary. Because we met, um, Cassie and I met for the first time last year at Homecoming. So I'm like, oh my God, it is our meetiversary. And I'm turning to King and I'm like, King, take our picture. Like I go and I sit next to Cassie and I'm like, practically, I think I had like my arms around her, like near her. And I'm like, King, you're not going to take our picture. He's a hater. He did not take our picture. It's okay because we went on Facebook and we commented about it being our meetiversary and everything like that. And so. I look just like this the entire time. I'm like, meetiversary. And they're like, no, Coach. I'm like, no, I'm not being a part. Why didn't of you this foolishness? Tell them why you didn't want to celebrate our happiness. I can't. And it's funny <laughs> that you say that you that you even talked about it on Facebook. Because guess what? Stop it. Oh, I'm gonna get a little messy. We're gonna get a little messy right now. Me and my ex-wife are not connected on social media, except for my business page, the actual King Smith. Only because I didn't know she wasn't blocked there. <laughs> but while me and Cassie, we have a great post-marriage relationship, I am still not unblocking her from any of my social medias. He can see the king in me stuff because that's not directly connected like to me. She might even see this. <laughs> but this isn't Because I did share it on my page. And she and I are social media friends. I think we're social media friends on all of my personal platforms, meaning I don't think she is on like my Twitter because that's work related. But like other than that, yeah. And yes, I said Twitter. But there was something that you said earlier. Are you good with fantasy football? Because I can talk about this if you're Yes, not I am. Thank you. So there was something you said earlier, and I just I want to call attention to it. Okay. It was a comment that I had made. Again, when I initially sought to to date and to be with someone, I stayed away from people who from men who had children. But then I met King and instantly fell for him. I don't care how long he says it took him. I instantly <laughs> fell for him. And I made the comment that if something is important to him, no matter what it was, it was important to me because, and this is my personal opinion, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but the way I look at it is how can I say that I love someone if I can't at least respect or have a liking for things that that person loves? There has to be some level of appreciation, appreciation mm -hmm. and respect for things that matter to King. And I feel like that's a bare minimum. That's what you talked about, like at least having respect. But then it goes further when it's a person. How can I say that I love you with like all of my heart and not love an extension of you? Mm -hmm. And Castle is just that she... A, she stole your face. She stole your mother's nose. Like, no offense to, to anyone else. She stole your mother's nose. How can I say that I love you and not love Castle? Like, that, I legitimately cannot understand that. That does not make any, you're a man of logic. Excuse me. And that makes no logical sense to me. For me to say that I love you, but not love your daughter. That that would that doesn't make any sense. And then taking it a step further, 
if I say I love you, how can I not love your daughter? Which automatically means that there's love there for your daughter and then not love her mother. That doesn't make sense to me either. Like these are things that don't click in my, did not click in my head. So the relationship that I have with Cassie, I'm grateful for it. Like, please believe I praise God for that relationship. But I also look at it like, how can I say that I love you and I love love Castle, but not love Cassie? Because yes, she did steal your mother's nose, but she stole everything else from her mother. So I, I look at that and I'm like, this is my circle because I love you. I love Castle and I love Castle for her own merit as well. And likewise, I love Cassie because I know that freaked you out the first time we said that. The first time Cassie and I said I love you to each other, it freaked King like, out. Whoa. Like, what? <laughs> but I do. And it for me, it's it it all makes sense up here to me. Because I love you. And that that's you. That's 16 plus years of history right there. And it's it's natural for me to have love that extends to all of them. So no. Three, four years ago, could I have seen myself being with someone who is a parent? No, but today I'm grateful for that. There's many things that I learned from each and every one of you all. I have a unique relationship with Cassie. I have a unique relationship with Castle. And I'm grateful for for all of that. Like I'm able to to be here today and see a deep appreciation for for all of that. The uniqueness, the um just the way things flow and all of that. Very, very grateful for it. When you initially said, or you asked the question, if something was important to me, then it's important to you. I saw and I heard your sincerity. So something that I think that people could take away from this too, is that she showed her sincerity about other things early on in our relationship. So when she said that, also put her actions and her words together to tell me that that was something that I did not need to worry about. So as you're out there, if you're out there dating, I think that that's a gem right there is make your actions match your words. Always, always. Because that can give somebody a connecting point to piece together to see and I'm just going to say this as you're vetting somebody. And, you know, some people hear that and they go, ah, oh, it sounds so formal. You're vetting somebody. You, you may know? not like the term, but like the that's term, what you're doing. You, yeah. you, are, you are vetting someone to decide how you want to proceed going forward in life if, and if they're worth time, energy, resources, money. Worth giving your meat. Shout out to Coach Greg. Money, energy, attention, time. So, yeah. Did we miss anything? I don't. Are there any questions? Like, um, because I see the comment. I see the question from from Pete, and I'm like ninety percent sure that he's that he's just kidding. No, um, nothing bad happened. We're we're good over here. We could have gone into some other things too. I'm glad that you actually tied into just like the relationship with somebody else because that was something that i was going to have to consider as well as let's say i did get into a relationship with somebody who had had kids 
what's the child's father's involvement in that kid's life. It's actually more important for me that there is a healthy relationship with the child's both parents that are there. I could not have gone into a relationship, which I did. I went out on a date with somebody. If she watches this, oh man. If this person watches this, look, I don't mean no disrespect to this person. We went out on one date. And in that one date, she told me everything about her kid's father, their relationship, and it was turmoil, absolute turmoil. And the only thing that I started thinking was, is that if I pursue a relationship with you, what are the chances that this fool's going to run up on me? Right, right. Because you've told me how unstable he is, your words. So if we decide to pursue something, how much does this fool still think that you're his? And now that's going to cause me a problem. So those kind of things I was thinking about when I was dating somebody that had kids. So if, they're, if the parents were still alive, then it was important to me that there was at least some type of help. I'm not saying y'all got to be best friends, kumbaya to each other post-divorce, but at least there was a healthy enough relationship that was there so that if I were to come into the picture and it was something long-term, it wouldn't be no crazy static that I'm always having to take a look over my shoulder or if I saw a red light, I didn't think that that was like a laser sight somebody got me in a scope trying to take me out right so besides that which i'm glad that you touched on that for me that was that was important like that was up there and things that mattered and i experienced it by going out on one date with somebody who had a lot of turmoil between her and her kid's father so this is something you told me to work on and i swear after saying that i'm gonna try it. i'm gonna try it. But y'all, King said that I have a habit of looking at comments and reacting. So while you were talking, Pete said, and I still want to know, um, oh, he wants to know what we think about your hair. We saw the picture of your hair today. Oh, dope. Like, love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. I actually said, and I'm paraphrasing, I said that your swag went up by 30 points. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool, Pete. Very handsome. But no, um, before that, he said, because I, I asked if there were any questions, and he said, no, I think you guys are getting engaged or something. And then here go, free tears talking about, I think that too. What? Sure. People want to marry us. That's why I was <laughs> laughing. Like, when I saw those comments, I'm sorry. Like, I, <laughs> I had to chuckle. I had to chuckle. Oh man, that's funny. That's funny. We get that. I I get it a lot. Often. And she tells me that she gets it too. So it is hilarious to me. I do get it a lot. Again, I have never said I have said that I've never said never. But apparently I have said <laughs> you never. You have said never. But I'm gonna need for people to provide proof that I say never because it's I, on your live stream. I try to deal in absolutes. You try not to so, deal. So yeah, I try not to deal in absolutes. I usually say things like it's a high probability that it won't happen, but I don't think I've ever You remember said the screenshot never. Cassie sent me? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Like this. This is not never. This is never. 
if you see a peak of light in between, then that is what I would say. It's just a high probability of that happening. Here, read the last three. Or last four. All right. So Free Tia said, uh, and I'm so sorry because I'm pro-choice. I respect people who I respect people who don't want marriage. Absolutely. She said, by the way, oh, and then Pete said, by the way, I'm still single. And then he said, on the wedding, can I be the best man? You must no. be your best man. No. You don't want him to be your best man? Because there wouldn't be a wedding if we got married. Well, no, facts. Sorry, I, I missed it. Yeah. So, fun fact about <laughs> both of us, because we begin in all of our business, Um, neither one of us desire a wedding. Yeah. So, like, not nothing against you, Pete. Yeah, nothing against you. We... But- if it were to occur, wouldn't be no wedding. It would be ceremony style. Mm. Would be courthouse, real quick. I I'll be honest. I think because I used to watch shows like Nine Hundred Two One Zero and Beverly Hills or whatever Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One Zero, whatever. I think back then I had a desire to have like that big thing, and then I studied finance, and <laughs> I have. No desire. No, it's not that it would be CQ. There would be yeah. no wedding. There just wouldn't be there a wouldn't, person to fill the role. Because there would be no role. Because there would be no role to be filled. Yeah, no, I, I don't know you're you can be but I we don't we don't want a, a wedding. And if then, if we were to ever get married, there would be no formal ceremony. There would be a okay, well let's go do this and head to the courthouse type thing because Neither one of us desire more than that. And then Free Tia said, but it's y'all's energy that screams and then the ring that's on it. Hey, that's dope. You know, I think that two people can find each other and their relationship doesn't have to be defined by a marriage. I have looked Michelle in her eyes and told her that for as long as she wants to rock with me, I'm here. Plain and simple. And she said the same thing. Look at me. Hey, Michelle, for as long as you want to rock with me, I'm here. I got you. And Free Tia said that she agrees as well. Mm -hmm. Now, Now. I've seen Free Tia's profile picture. I like to think that I do remember faces. The profile picture is small. You can see that? I got good eyes. So, I'm not going to sit here and say that I remember who she is from just that. Was that a joke about me having bad vision? Maybe. But I'm telling Castle. If you went to Saks and you and Austin graduated around the same year, chances are I do. If I saw a face, I'd be like, "Oh yeah." Well, she did. Uh, I'm sorry, you missed it. She did say she had changed her name as well. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Okay, okay. I saw that. Good deal. Good deal. Any more questions before more we close questions? out today's Anything live Anything on Facebook? Oh, and we did decide that we are going to go longer than an hour because these conversations can be dope. It's still not going to be that long because I got to get into a live stream in like 30 minutes. But we are going to go a little bit longer than an hour for our live streams. And as long as people are rocking with us. So we appreciate y'all taking the time to watch our live streams. And trust me, like we talk about it. We're like, you know, it's dope that people are watching. Yeah. We're just happy that people are watching. So is there anything on Facebook that we need to let's check the book of faces? The book of faces. To see. Yes. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. A lot of fun. If we have any 
comments over here. We do not, but we had a reel that just got 500 plays. Hey, us. Boom. All right. We, well, we don't play footsies anymore ever since that one time where he called me out for playing footsies on camera. Fingersies? I like it. <laughs> I like it. We both be making up words. I can tell you that I didn't make up ASAPly. I heard somebody else say it, but I tried. I was definitely about to call you out on that. That wasn't you? No, no, it was not. I had heard it on a live stream and I said, that sounds like it should be a thing. ASAPly. Y'all, let's make this happen. Let's make it happen. (laughs) All we got to do is just get like a couple people saying it and then bam, it'll end up in the dictionary. Next week was supposed to be about well, the title is called Road Trip Rules. Originally. Okay, so here's, okay, here's yeah, why it was supposed that. to be that. Yes. Here's why it was supposed to be that. Because when I initially planned out the shows for this month, we were supposed to go on the road trip to Pittsburgh this coming weekend, Correct. not this past weekend. And then like you posted all the things, producer, and then our weekends changed. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was. But next weekend, we I mean, next weekend. Next Monday, Monday. we are going to be talking about road trips and essentially what it's like to travel with your mate while you're in that dating season, where to go, what to do, those types of things. So that's what we'll be touching on next week when we pop in. Yes. So come back and check us out next Monday. Michelle and I, when we first started dating, we took a couple of road trips. We did. Early on when we were still getting to know each other. Turns out. They were a good time. Her and I went up to Philadelphia. (laughs) I remember that distinctly. That was September the... It was September 2022. We went up to Philly and we had a very romantical... That's the word, y'all. It is today. We had a very romantical time and I, I got to see a side of you that... I haven't stopped that moment. Good, because I'm the bomb.com. Now, <laughs> so we had gone on a couple of road trips before we officially caught ourselves dating and got into our dating contract. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, we have taken a couple of other road trips. We've gone up to New York together uh, to include our daughter coming with us. Our daughter? <laughs> Yo, I did just say that. <laughs> to include Castle mm-hmm. coming with us. And that was a little bit early on into us dating still, right? Yeah, that was back in April. That was during our spring break. So we were still known each other less than a year. Only dating was that October to April was like seven months. Probably. Around that time. It's and, after eight o'clock. The math ain't going to work tonight. And we still had a successful road trip experience so our next show next monday at 7 p.m eastern is going to talk about that we are going to just share our experiences with dating and taking road trips together hopefully we can offer a couple of tips and things like that and for the people that do come on and check us out if y'all have any stories or experiences love to read them as you can see by free tia's comment read, read the comment sections and things like that so i'm back and rock with us next week and follow our social medias throughout the TikTokies, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, and the YouTubeses. 
as we put up other content, not just clips from our live stream, but as we do things we like to share and we put those on our social media. So keep rocking with us. Thanks for tuning in. Come back next week. Pete has a comment. He said, wow, you guys come to PA a lot and you don't ever come to see me. Pete, let's make that happen, man. We do. We're not against making it happen. When we take our trips, they're for very specific reasons. Like we're going to West Virginia or Virginia. One of them Virginias. One of the Virginias, but we're going out to some cabins two weekends from now. And I want to say the following live stream is going to be talking about that so our trips are very are very specific but you the homie we are gonna make a trip when you have time as well because you're a working adult with some responsibilities as well but you know that when we're going to be coming out your way especially going your direction like you're up in here we were going up in there but no excuses we are going to come see you you came and saw us when you were down our way we are going to see you when we are up. He said he's going to cook. Oh, you know we're not turning that down. Don't turn down food. We don't turn down food. Turn down for what? All right. We got to go. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all. We appreciate Thank you. the comments and things like that because that makes this fun. We would do this if we didn't have any viewers. But, but it is more fun this way. Yeah, definitely. Definitely more fun this way. So, so we always end our live streams with a kiss i'm if, laughing because one of king's friends <laughs> if you are not a fan of pda still watch because we're gonna do it <laughs> bye y'all bye, y'all. Yeah. bye.